1: Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake for all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started.
2: Hey everybody welcome back to the Reel Down on Paddling Fin. Uh, Tonight well, we're going to be talking to a couple of winners doing a little bit different. Uh, Jimmy's I've been going the last two weeks with a family thing one night and then the other one was just not feeling good. Stomach bug. I think Chuck's just getting over with now. But um, but yeah, so and now Jimmy's down at ICAST. So they're just going to be me this week. But i uh, got two winners we've got from I'll go ahead and bring them on now. But from the Peach State Kayak Anglers River Rumble. Uh, the winner Nick Dyer, and the Iron City Kayak Anglers event on Bankhead Lake, that uh, was also in. We got Chuck Wise, so we got two winners. Thank y'all for being on. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. And not only that, but we're also all all on the the undefeated KFL Kusa Kingfishers team too. So That's tonight right. we'll talk about a couple different tournaments. We'll talk about um, the some new stuff coming out at ICAST kind of scroll through some of that cool stuff and we'll we'll talk maybe about the kfl for a minute but uh yeah how, how y'all doing if uh, chuck you've been on the show a few times but nick you want to tell everybody who you are
3: uh just nick dyer i live in city alabama I do a lot of fishing with the peach state uh peach state kind of tries to hit all of the good fisheries all over the state of georgia um river rat so not not a
2: whole lot other than that so there you go well thank you for being on i'll I'll go over these events first nick the uh the peach state kayak anglers river rumble it was you had 89 it's 36 anglers nick you had 89 and a quarter and todd with dylan lowry 89 and a quarter guessing i guess you had a bigger fish and then Chris Kirkpatrick, he had 87 and three quarter. And then uh Chuck for our event, you had 60 and a quarter. Whooped everybody. 23 anglers, three fish limit, a little bit different. Uh Sam Cox in second with 55 and a half. And I'm sorry, Coley was in second with 58 and three quarter. Sam Cox was in third with 55 and a half. Now I was in fourth with 54 and a half. So yeah, you, you you whooped up on everybody pretty good. And Coley might jump in here for a minute. He's having he's out on the out on the streets protecting Jacksonville tonight. So he might uh he might I think that's where he works now. Jackson, Jacksonville, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. He might jump on here in a minute. Isn't that where Jack State's at? So maybe he's you know, like some drunken well, I guess summer, so guess yeah, not really have any college fun college stuff going on right now. But hopefully it's quiet night for him. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, so Nick, we'll start with you, man. Tell us about that event because it's a, it's a little bit different. It covers a lot of water, right?
3: We, we, we've, um, you know, it, uh, used to have river events or lakes in like did Lake Chute, Lake Lanier, getting the turnout on the lakes, but you know. Had still been having everybody asking, you know, we need to do something on on this river or that river, so we just kind of kicked the idea around. If initially, we were just going to do the three rivers, like the Flint, the Chattahoochee, and the Otomogie. Um There was a tournament a few years back in Georgia called the Three Throwdown, that you know was really fun to tournament, had a good history, uh, good, good 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 fishing, but. Flint has some property and everything going on. Water rights or certain stretches, the landowners are trying to make private. Area. You can't fish, so that took one river out. So then we just decided to add a few more. Plenty of water options. Um, past weekend with Peach, they, they could fish the Flint chapters, the Savannah River, which is up around Augusta. They fish the upper etowah or the lower etowah so all of those are river stretches that the clubs hosted tournaments on in the past um you know so a lot of our anglers know it the boundaries and the clubs got set rules and you know we're used to fishing those stretches of, of water so just figured to throw them all into one event and we could see which river had the best or had the bragging rights as far as posting the best stringer for a day. Gotcha. So, and it was it, it was fun. We had a pretty good turnout. Right? And, you know, several few stringers caught. Dylan, I want to say, was on the old Mulgee, and, of course, he had the same stringer as me. As far as length, I had two 20-inch, and I think his big for the day was maybe 19-and-a-half. So, fortunately, that made the tiebreaker a little down to me.
2: And Chuck, tell everybody about our event. All right. So it's a
4: little similar
2: uh, in the fact that you can fish a
4: ton of water. Uh, so we say it's wow, Bankhead right. Lake, yeah. but uh, you could fish any feeder creek, any feeder river that's coming in there. Um, you know, you have like the, the big hitters, the mulberry and the locust, and then you've got some good creeks uh, closer to the, to the actual lake. And you can even catch some big fish on the lake. I think the past two years, it's been one on the lake uh, with over 60 inches for those two. But uh, this time, the rivers definitely seem to be the deal. Dan, I think you were on on the lake or closer to the lake, I would say. Uh, The top three, they were all in a river.
2: It it, it seems like even like I I know Jacob went last year more in the lake, you know, like the lake-ish kind of part. But uh, Mm -hmm. I think usually the people in the money are. Or up in that skinny water. Did you even fish from the kayak at all? Yeah, I mean
4: actually every single fish I caught, I went back and looked, every single fish I caught that was scored in was out of the kayak. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew you
2: were
4: I knew you were doing a lot of wading where you were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to wade up the shoals and stuff like that. But I'd get back in the boat after I made a few casts around the shoal. I'd go to like a deeper pool. And you know, I'm in my kayak, because it's probably three to five foot deep in some areas so uh, but yeah anytime i was in the the skinny water I, I tried to get out of the boat for a little bit so i wouldn't like run over fish
2: you kind of want to give up what you were throwing
4: a little i'll just say i say various top waters various. and uh shaky head, shaky heads too so just a finesse or a trick worm from zoom I would give up. Nick next how week. about you, man? I said I, I would give it up, but there's Locust Fork this weekend with Coleman. And then the weekend after that is uh Mulberry Fork with Coleman too. So
2: are you gonna fish both?
4: I'm gonna try. Uh well oh sorry, no, the KFL our KFL game is the thirtieth, and then yeah. the following week is the Mulberry and the and the Nacker River stop. So I might double dip.
2: Oh, you can fish both for that?
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. the that, that NACA River stop, I think it is very similar to what Nick was fishing, you know, where they have pretty much all rivers open above a certain point in the state. Yeah. I think last year it was like above I twenty and you could fish any the only oh, okay. stipulation was it had to be shallow enough to where if your boat was in the middle, you could cast to to both sides.
2: Hmm. So like skinny, I guess narrow enough. Yeah, yeah,
4: narrow, that's what I meant. Yeah.
2: Hmm. So it's kind. Of, I mean, there's there's a lot of really skinny places that you in our area that you can't cast to both sides. I mean, maybe I, I guess. Yeah.
4: so. And I I think I don't I don't know if it's like it has to be to a cast because you know I might be able to cast a hundred yards and Nick can only cast fifty yards. And, you know I don't know. So I think it's uh, subjective. Uh, if you have a question about it, contact NACA and say, "Hey, is this in bounds?" And then they'll say, "Yeah or no." <laughs>
2: Yeah. That is cool They have that, that event where you can't fish any big water in that. So that's yeah. NACA. Always that the leaders in state, they were the ones doing it first. They they still do it probably the best. But Nick kind like, what what were you doing, man?
3: I I mean I I'm a much only fish. Guy. it's, it's real for plastics. Um but I mean I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big
2: Oh, don't know what happened there. Hmm. You got a. Here, let me... let me kick him out. Maybe he can come back it, in. This house flipped upside down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like Max Headroom. It sounds all bad. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it, it's, a, you know, it's funny because I had put in in our Iron City page. I had said, oh, it's one of the most underrated bodies of water in the state. Re- you know. Yeah. I mean, you, you can you can catch
4: big fish all over that place, you know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the the Warrior River, in total, is underrated. You know, no one goes there, and there's giant spots, Main Lake, you know, way up the rivers. You you can catch just, just giant Alabama bass
2: everywhere. You know, yeah. and, I, I, and and there's then there's going eleven last year. Yeah, you know? yeah, I mean, they they live there. You know, it's I mean, it's it's a great place to fish, and it probably is like maybe the most beautiful part of the state.
4: Yeah. Because it's not super, um, like like how Logan Martin is, where there's houses everywhere. Yeah, man, there's hardly any service on some of those places. So, yeah, and
2: if there are any houses, they're usually just like camps. They're not yep. like nice houses. Because isn't that somewhere where the power company owns the land and you can't, like, you you can only lease the land for a hundred years or something like that?
4: Yeah, I know. I know they have a lot of coal mines up there and natural gas plants and all that stuff.
2: Um, yeah, if but... if you look on the map, there's a lot of fracking areas where they.
4: Oh yeah,
2: there's time Yeah, it's. I don't think that should be legal. Them fracking everywhere, but you know, makes the what fish bigger. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, you want to tell us what you were doing? Sorry, you were your computer. Your computer was broken up there.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. I just a lot of top water, a lot of moving baits. I, you know, I I like to throw some big baits from time to time, but I, I probably don't don't like to spread the word as much as possible on our stretch of river.
4: Yeah. I hear you. And, and it, it's just so tough, like giving away like baits or anything. People can figure it out very, very quickly. It's not like a secret bait or nothing, but those skinny water areas, I mean, they, they just don't hold up to pressure as much. So we got to protect those skinny water. The fish can
3: You know, a fortunate thing is I think a lot of people just don't have the patience or the confidence in, and throwing the big bait I mean I struggle with catching five fish but if I can catch five fish I'm probably going to catch five of the right fish mm-hmm. so you know I have days, and I, and have that's days where, where... oh go ahead I was going to say I have days you know a lot of days a lot more days than what I need to where catching a limit is a struggle so you know I, I yeah. keep telling myself oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the trendy bait everybody's throwing but then you catch the same 15 inch fish that a lot of other people catch the, so, and I I think I'd rather just keep doing what I'm
2: doing. Yeah, yep, all old, old,
3: old reliable right here. You can't I, go wrong with this.
2: <laughs> I knew it was probably going to be one upriver, so I I threw a frog all day just trying to get three big bites, and I mean I, I had one good one. I had a twenty-one, but you had a twenty-one and a quarter-inch spot, man. That's that is a mega spot.
4: I'll tell the story about that one. So it was getting toward the end of the day and I had already gone up as far as I could and I was coming back down. Now I was probably maybe two shoals away from where I was going to take out, And I just, I, I had my foot like hanging off the side of the boat and I was just sitting in the shoal. So I throw up to the bank where there's current hitting a rock. And dude, as soon as my lure hit the water, I was like, oh, that's, that, that, that feels like a big one right there. It pulls me about 10 or 15 feet under the rock and i'm using braid so i'm just waiting for it to snap because you know rocks and braid does not mix at all so i had to pick my foot up float down to the fish as i'm keeping pressure you know on my reel and rod and reel i still can't get it out so i had to actually pull my line with my hand which is you know totally and you know not something you want to do this thing comes up out of this rock and kind of just swims in the current for a second and loops back around i didn't have time to grab my net or anything i just stuck my fist in its mouth pretty much because it was yeah it's biggest spot I've ever caught PB for sure. There and you. I don't know I don't know how I landed it either. <laughs> I do have I have it on video and I don't want to post it yet because you could tell with the area I'm at where exactly I'm I am. But I might I might have to show you guys one day. All right. I'll just I'll have to show you guys.
2: <laughs> this thing, you, you get a video of such a such a good place and you can't even post it.
4: I know. Yeah, uh, but it's all
2: right. I was wondering about like I, part part you know, I do... skinny... Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. Just say part, part of the
3: problem with skinny water is there's too many landmarks around.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, man, c- congrats on the tournaments. But you know, it's great to see. I was going to post something tomorrow. Africa on the team page. I guess I'll just do it with the podcast where people could listen to it too. But um yeah, so glad, glad y'all both got to come on. And I didn't I did invite the guys from Ontario. I think that was there was two Ontario clubs. Well, there's Bassmaster in Ontario and an Ontario Club. I invited those guys on, but one of them like the winner couldn't come on. So we usually always invite the biggest. You know, club of the week that had their tournament. So I, I did try to reach out to them. So, um, You're yeah, I'm more well, than happy to fill the gap. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm happy to have you all on. And, uh, well, I mean, I, I just won, you know, it's not like I was a homer and just invited two people on from that I know, you know, but we had two tournaments. So is is bigger than almost all the other tournaments. It's, it's crazy this week. I guess middle of the summer like this, a lot of people don't, you know, there's a lot of people fishing, but a lot of clubs are, you know, like not as many people fish this time of the year, I guess. Just family stuff going on. Whenever I go over the tournaments later, you'll hear it, how they're just a lot of tournaments, but not a lot of turnout. For yeah. even clubs that are usually bigger.
1: Yeah, uh,
4: that's what I noticed with our like with our tournament. You know, we didn't have the yeah. amount of people that we normally have, but family stuff, I'm, I'm sure like what you said. It Plus, it's just so hot out there. Um but they definitely missed out. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe Bankhead didn't draw that quite as many people, but it's, I don't know why. If you can look at the numbers, it's the best numbers we had all year. So mm-hmm. I don't know.
4: Well, we, so, we, we, we had a good, uh, like you're talking about the, the the size of the bags.
2: Yeah. We caught. Oh, yeah.
4: Definitely. Well, Mike caught some on Neely, though, too. The, the last tournament we had with the, the Coosa River guys. Yeah. He
2: caught them good too. But I guess we'll go ahead and go over a few of these. I cast baits that I cast going on. Can't be there right now.
4: What they got, what they got.
2: wait, <laughs> There's a, on Bassmaster page, they have the 2022. I cast new products preview. Here, Nick's able to, there he is. Jump back in here, but talk about a few of his products. I figured we'd just scroll through them. See what. Has Jimmy about. found any juice down there? I don't know. He hadn't sent anything yet. He said that, uh, well, I don't want to bust on Armando, but I'll say for Armando, maybe the shoulder he got to try it out and it wasn't. I thought it would be so. Yeah, he may have turtled once or twice in the shoulder. <laughs> well, hopefully, that. Been... Uh, yeah, but first you got the Berkeley knocker. That's the new Chatterbait. That's cool. They they got around the Z-Man patent by actually putting the. The deal inside of the head. I guess mm-hmm. that's how they got around it. But that's that's probably. Dude, I, mean, if well, I, heard, I heard that patent
4: is only going to last maybe another year or so. It's oh, going to be up pretty soon. Yeah,
2: it's been out that long. Hmm.
4: Have you, you heard go. anything about that? I don't. I really don't throw a chatterbait that much.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm a spinnerbait I guy. I don't. Yeah, I I I have a good rod for it, and it's my spinnerbait chatterbait rod. I just I don't throw it as much as what most people do. I mm-hmm. I really only throw it around grass. Yeah, you yeah. throw a chatterbait a lot, Nick. You there, Nick? Oh, I don't I don't know if he can hear us, but uh, got the. Can you hear us now, Mike? I uh, have Nick. I'm sorry. No. All right. Well, here, let's. Let's remove them again, see if that see if that helps. Uh, the catch company, Mike Buka, Mullet, that's saltwater bait. Uh, Freedom Tackle is spinnerbait. Well, I'll have to go through all these. Uh, Google. We, we can get the highlights. Like, yeah, Gugans. there's, there's Gugans. a good nickels, a good nickels spinnerbait right there. Yeah, the catalyst on an owner hook,
4: mm-hmm. 24
2: ultimate durability and style, G3 level curvature. It looks good. It looks like a uh, high end high and spinner bait and I know the you what, know what they say it's to? gold
4: and silver plated <laughs>
2: yeah well, what's a regular one the pulse pulser yeah the nickel's pulse pulse or pulser yeah, yeah something like that pulse something big bbz rat uh Guggen swim bait was oh, that the uh i don't know maybe that's all what's the gloid the gloid uh
4: no, uh, I think Zaldane has a soft plastic swimbait. This especially be coming out. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll announce it at the ICAS, but I don't know.
2: Hmm. Yeah, maybe live target shrimp. I mean, crawfish looking deal, but live target sucks. So, <laughs> you have, have
4: you ever caught something on like a super realistic lure like that?
2: No, I. You know what? I bought a bunch. There are a few crankbaits of live target that are good, but for the most part all their stuff is trash man and they're so exp- I, i'm not talking i shouldn't talk bad about them but i know they burnt me so bad and they've got so much of my money i'm not buying anything else to life target it's all i'm saying yeah uh shimano world Pop to go uh, with that this kit. one right here that looks pretty good i like yeah that. yeah the spro outsider crankbait they put the weight on the outside so and they've got a square bill a medium runner and a deep diver kind of a 19 to 20 foot deep diver so that's hmm. interesting. It looks just like the Little John series. So I'm I'm curious to see what the difference is, you know. Yeah. It's, it's but Spro, they've kind of they've got soft plastics, they got spinner bait. Spro's kind of, you know, ha, gonna have a full range of baits now.
4: Some people say they should just keep
2: making frogs. <laughs> no, see, they don't make the best frog though. What what's your best frog? I don't want to say. No, I I don't have any affiliation with them, but the uh, um, was a Scrum frog launch frog
4: oh yeah yeah the new one that they like redid and everything
2: yeah it's yeah dude, it's pretty good that, that if you put the two together no matter how much you boil that bronze eye frog that plastic is just not as soft as as a a launch frog i mean it's it's just better
4: yeah for musk um, spros i have to get some pliers and turn the hooks out a little bit yeah uh that definitely helps but the booyahs i mean mm-hmm. uh those frogs can't go wrong with those either. They're cheap, too.
2: Yeah, for me right now, and I'll, I'll do a video, like all the all the ones I caught this weekend were on a top toad.
4: Mm, yeah, that's and, a good one, too.
2: i, I probably throw out half the time, and then the launch frog and the trophy popper, both from scum frog. Mm-hmm. Throw the, I, those are the other, that's the only three I, I have in the box now. Uh, Spro demon.
4: That'll be good. That's like a speed trap kind of demon. deal. Looks mm-hmm. pretty good
2: rock crawler they mixed stick. they came out they have the plus Plus one a deeper dive in spro there you go next back can you hear us
3: yeah i can hear you now
2: all right there is um yozuri 3d pencil pop kind of looks like that shower Shower (laughs) blues that which i mean that's good because 999 yeah,
4: yeah, compared to a, what, seventeen something yeah, for a shower
2: Yosuri, breeze. Yosuria stuff's really nice and always good price,
4: mm-hmm.
2: so that's cool. Um, uh, Yozuri three D R vibe. So they're, I mean, their crankbaits are great. You can check out their stuff. The Z Man Hellraiser—that's a crazy looking thing. <laughs> I, I, how do you even say what? I don't even know what to s- describe people what I, it's like. It's yeah, it's like a
4: pinfish with a chatterbait blade on the end of it. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's something different. I've seen videos on it. It looks pretty cool. I, I, it's, it's a, a topwater top, water lure, right? Yeah. What's well, yeah? It's like the the tail end of it sits in the water.
4: Mm, okay. And you just kind of like a kind of like a riser or something like that.
2: You slow roll it so it's like half in the water, half on top. Yeah. My I man, it's different. Uh, Z-Man swim jig. Thirteen fishing soft. Another baits. shower blows. <laughs> yeah. Berkeley, they have their own. It's kind of like the gilly oh, yeah. tail. Yeah, they they have their own chatterbait to go with the slobber knocker. They had to have a soft plastic to go with it. A uh, couple of big bite things like a drop shot and this swim on split tail. I thought that was interesting because it's supposed to be like kind of a the old like an old school twin tail for a spinnerbait. Yep. You can also be able to use it for a chatterbait too if you want a trailer with kind of no action, that yeah. big like kamikaze, swim on split tail. I thought that was that looks pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, pad crash. Yeah, the, 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 the
4: kamikaze is great, but every now and then, like it gets hung up in the hook, like the yeah. tail of it. So, yeah. that I mean, I can see where that one would be a lot better.
2: The only problem I have with the kamikaze is uh, sometimes, uh, like whenever you go to put it on a jackhammer, it splits because it's like there's mm. not quite enough meat on it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Biospawn Lures file Tube. That looks a little bit different than anything else I've ever seen. It's a tube with some side fins on it. Uh, Biffle Bug, but for flipping. Live Target, skip that. Uh, (laughs) Missile Baits.
4: I want to try some of those. It's a collab between Missile and Robo Worm.
2: Yeah, I saw that. And they have
4: all the colors that Robo Worm offers
2: marks outdoors they have some and it, mm-hmm. it, it looked pretty good yeah. it looks kind of uh, like a little finesse like maybe a little bit more finesse than what i thought it was going to be like a little mm-hmm. bit more narrow yeah because i have the shaky heads i use are the the striking tour grade and they have a pretty big lead hook keeper i mean a uh, plastic keeper that mm-hmm. I, I think it would probably split the head on that is why whenever I looked at it, I said, Well, I might not would use that. Um missile baits, the chunk. Uh chunk yeah, that's another bait. good one. Yeah, it's a new flipping bait. It's kinda got that uh, the mini D chunk they've they come out with, same kind of tail except bigger profile bait. Uh snag proof there you go. mouth popper. There you go.
4: There you go.
2: Oh five. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. i See so what's coming out there with snag proof. I like it. Spro with a couple of soft plastics. A new Strike King deal. Scoundbug.
4: It looks like an ultra vibe with, with rage claws.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yum, bro That's been out for a little while. Yeah. Baby go toad.
4: Is that float? What is that toad?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this this is I'll show you the one I thought was really interesting. New I you would like this, the new Cash On I, icon BFS rod. It's just supposed to be for the BFS Shimano BFS mm-hmm. reels. Chuck, if y'all don't know, Chuck hates throwing a spinning reel. So But I got I got a good
4: one to make myself throw it because they do catch fish.
2: There you go. I couldn't imagine not throwing one. <laughs> I have uh, one. <laughs> it's it's like my hookup ratio is so high on a spinning rod that it's It's kind of hard not to throw it Uh, Guggenrod Skip those (laughs) But here it is The Mustad Brandon Lester Instinct Elite Rod Series Okay It's $350 So they're high High end But uh, I don't know If you check check it out They've got some rain shadow uh, Hardware on them I, I don't know if Brandon Lester's coming out with something and first time Mustad's ever coming out with rods. They got reels, high, too. And high, oh, reels, too? Well, I think goes. so. I, I saw someone yeah. come out with I'm reels sure that I've never seen, seen. them.
4: Yeah, I mean, I would hope so for that much. But is it going be to beat a Kara, you know?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Or beat the Shimano X-Bride B. Yeah. So that's a new rod. It's only what four hundred nineteen dollars. Yeah, it's been out for a little bit now. It hmm. Those
4: should only it's be just... like two something.
2: Uh, going to Arrestes, thirteen. New Revo Rocket spinning reel. K- Kissler has reels now. So does Arc. Um, lose custom one hundred and fifty nine. They say uh, it's crazy. Lose still doesn't have like. Uh, ultra high-end spinning reel, like like the know, Ti uh, or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think their highest ones, like this, might replace it. Right, one fifty-nine. I don't know. Maybe they have well, a two
4: hundred-dollar one. When you've got Stratics out there, why even
2: try? <laughs> yeah, VanForts. Yeah, there's a team lose, so they do have a new lose lose baitcaster that's five hundred bucks.
4: Golly.
2: Yeah, so lose is going high end. Diaway exists. Guggen, skip that. Shimano Bantam A. Oh, Chuck, there you go. I
4: don't have any Bantams.
2: Chuck's on that JDM. Oh, well, yeah. What kind of stuff you throw, Nick? Do you have a certain brand you're into?
3: I'm pretty much all Shimano.
2: Shimano. Nice.
3: Anywhere from, you know, I've got SLXs, Chronarchs, Bantams, I've, here lately, I've been buying a bunch of old Corados just because you dude, find one pay for 100 bucks, and they're 15 years old. That just means they'll last another 15 or 20 years.
4: Dude, that, That's how I am, too. I mean, I, yeah.
3: as much, much time instead of replacing something every three years, just pay two to three times as much, and it'll last forever.
2: That's right. I mean,
4: in, in the Shimano parts, I mean – they go all the way back to the green Corrado's still like you can still get parts for those. So
2: that, uh, it, bearing it, or
4: something goes bad, just get it from them it They're older be at your stuff. house in three days.
2: Yeah. They're older stuff. They, they always give, continue to sell parts for it. So that's man. It's so nice.
3: I've, uh, I've been some, really, really happy with the SLX line. I mean, it's hard to, yeah hard. To, I've got some JDM, like I've got a, a Scorpion. It's an older Scorpion reel, but that's got that. It's a DC. So I mean, it's kind of that BFS system, but, mm-hmm. you know, the SLX, what is it, the MGL SLX, the small spool? I mean, yeah. yeah, the 70 so, size.
4: The 70 size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
3: mean, that's... That's
2: probably the
4: best bang for your buck reel.
3: Yeah, that's that's definitely hard to beat.
2: So. Hmm. Spider wires has got their new Dura Braid. That's interesting. New Smackdown, Cigar Smackdown. I guess it's green now. So mm-hmm. us old people can see it. <laughs> uh gold label. I, man, I don't get into that gold label. I I don't want to know how good the Seagar gold label is. Like to me, InvisX is good enough. I I don't yeah. want you know, like I'm sure it's better. I just don't want to know it's better because then I'd have to buy it and in, InvisX yeah, but you
4: get a fifty yard spool for how much thirty bucks or something when you can get it, a spool of InvisX like two hundred yards for
2: yeah, it says thirty. Okay. So 50 yards for 32 bucks.
4: I mean that's yeah. that's almost two spools of in physics right there.
2: Yeah, no, nah, I'm good, man. Uh Sunline Tornado Hard FC Leader. Something hmm. different. Uh Yuzuri Super Braid White. Huh. What would a white huh. one? That'd, be, that'd probably be even easier. You know, I mean, it, like just some use of that... your braid
4: till it turns white.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've used I've used braid and it's that high vis yellow. I don't like it. I don't like looking at it.
4: Mm.
2: So maybe white would be, maybe that'd be the way to go. Might have to check that out. I actually need some. I posted a reel online not too long ago and Bailey from uh, Serious Angler podcast, he was like, man, you need to fill up your spools. Man. <laughs> They're so low. I, I leave that, that light brain on spinning reels. I'll leave it on there for years. And mm-hmm. I don't care. Uh, and some hooks. Who cares about hooks? Gamagatsu Power Drop Superline EWG. All right. Something different.
4: That new Owner Haymaker hook is probably not on this list because it's already out. But yeah. that for EWG hooks. I've
2: been using the the, the the VMC, the ringed one. Mm, yeah. Uh, the one that Seth Fighter uses. Man, I'll, I'll tell you what. It seems like the hookup ratio for me has been great on those. If I'm going to use an EWG, that's, that's what I've been using. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gamagatsu, they have a new hybrid swing head that you can put your own hook go. on. Gamagatsu flipping weights. Wow, it's got like a whole different inside to it.
3: Oh, it protects Rather the notches. Just...
2: It, it's funny, it looks like they hollowed it out a whole lot more than what the you know, like it's got a bigger hole there than what the mm-hmm. other brands have. I think there's an insert there or something. Yeah, like with that. the insert, too. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh oh so it's they a hitchhiker owner hitchhiker now Gamagatsu has one. A lot of people have been using those for the gilly and different baits, but there you go, that's about it. Some bait fuel, put some put some stank on your bait, bubble blade, blah blah blah. Do y'all use smell? Do, y- do y'all believe in that stuff? I mean, I bought a thing of bait fuel and I put it in some zoom
4: speed crawls and I literally threw those speed crawls away because it just made it feel like i don't know it was weird i didn't like it uh but i'm, I'm a p- proponent of just the the garlic or the game fish what, what is that what's that brand the dip and die is that what it is
2: yeah that's all i use
3: spike it yeah
4: yeah
3: yeah i'm i had a um left a tackle box in a hot truck and it it expanded and spewed out my truck so ever since then i'm I'm pretty much no on the
2: sense. I I've said before, but I, I use some bang the tournament. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, like I, get,
3: I get pretty ripe out after a full day on the river, but just rubbing get, yeah. good. <laughs>
2: there go.
3: rubbing uh, in my head every now and then.
2: Yeah. Uh some new mounts, new nets. Uh, that's enough. Just more stuff we gotta buy. Yeah. Did
3: I miss did I miss the Spro KGB collab? When I no, was,
2: I didn't. I didn't oh. see
3: it on there. Uh, that's that's the one oh that the
4: I, the glide bait.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, that I, I, I one of those will be finding a home here. I mean, I, like I, said, I, I like the big bait stuff.
4: What are they like? Sixty bucks or something?
3: I think it's going to be somewhere in the fifty to sixty. Which the the chad shad or you know, the resin glides they're trading. You know, somewhere in the 150 to 250, depending on the paint job, you know, on, mm-hmm. on swim bait universe, some of the pages that, that us swimbait traders frequent. So, you know, I'm I don't want it to be so expensive that I'm afraid to throw it in the, in the juice. You know, mm-hmm. so I think if they get something like that at that price point to where I can break one off and, and, and not cry, then I'll definitely add a few to the box.
2: You know, I I throw a lot of soft soft plastic swim baits. I I don't throw I don't have any hard bodied ones. I've got a, b- a
4: couple bull shads. I like those a lot. Yeah, I know. I, I got a couple for...
2: S waivers. You know,
4: I, I'm not in that high dollar stuff yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a swim bait setup like an eight foot rod with 300 size reel. I just I, mean... I don't know. I throw, I throw a big rat on it, like the six inch bull rat
3: glides glides are a lot of fun to throw and you get a lot of followers i mean i'm still trying to build my confidence up with with catches on them but i mean you'll have it's like days when there's days where it's just it's on fire but then there's days where you get a lot of followers and it just makes you want to go home and cut the grass so.
4: i just come back with a cinco where the where they followed it
3: out at Man, yeah, i'll be cutting grass <laughs> same here <laughs>
2: Yeah, I catch most mono on cinco. That's that what does John Cox. Yeah,
3: I just I can't stand waiting for a and and the better they they look, even better the slower they fall and flutter. But I, man, I just hate sitting there waiting on a bait to fall and waiting for a tick on the line. I just I don't know. That would make me miss playing golf.
2: Well, that's that's fine by me. I, everybody can't throw it, I guess. But I, I don't throw in big baits. So if we all threw the same thing, it wouldn't be fun. Yeah, but Afco did did come out with some waterline kayak shorts, so there you go. They look oh, dang, heathered. I, I like that. I I don't wear shorts out on a boat because I don't want my knees to get burnt up. But you just gotta get that good that that first burn out of the way, and then you're good. No, I'm too old for that, man. I, I'm trying to watch my skin. I'm covered from head to toe.
3: Uh, I had it. my first skin cancer cut off earlier this year, so I've 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 rethought my position on on sun protection.
2: I'm I'm going to see a doctor here, and I, I made an appointment. It took like three months to even get into one, but I'm, you know, I don't think I'm. I have a problem. I just I'd want to go get checked out, you know, to have them look at all the bumps on me. <laughs> you know, I'll make sure all my moles are the regular moles. Yeah, getting a little personal there. There
3: you go. Yep, it happens. Good old yeah. getting older is better than not getting older.
2: Yeah, true. A buff hat that looks pretty good. I like, but if it all out of all the buffs I've ever had, buff well, who rag and buff are the best ones. I wear a bucket hat like run DMC. I, buff. <laughs> I don't know if I'd wear that. Some Hobie glasses. Yeah, all right, that's enough. Uh. So that's it. Anything y'all got to say about KFL? What what games are y'all looking forward to at the end, rest of the year? Because we've had, we fished four. We've got four left. And uh, so we're, I mean, we're coming down to it. Let, let me see which ones we have left. We have Carolina casters at home. That's next weekend after this one. Uh, 813 Tar Heel Lunkers. We go to them, fish at Heiko Lake. 820, we fish. Gets the Copperheads on Oke- Okeechobee and then nine, three Palmetto Punishers on Santee Cooper, which I'm sure they're wanting some revenge after coming here and losing. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. It's, it's, it's
4: going to be a tough schedule for us, you know, with traveling, was it three weeks in a row? Oh
2: um, yeah. Almost.
4: Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to the, you know, I'm going to Okeechobee.
2: Uh
4: think the last time i was there was maybe 10 years ago for a college tournament
2: yeah we were there same time
4: yeah so
2: it's probably totally different
4: but hey i'm just gonna go down and you know see if we can catch some donkeys
2: yeah i had a good whenever we went we had our day i think it was two day our day one we did okay we had like 14 then on day two we had My partner caught a nine, three, but if we would have caught all the fish that we had bite, it would have been like a 40 plus pound bag. Like it was, I mean, we had some absolute megas come off. I had one, I remember seeing one. It was the biggest bass I've ever seen. And it sharked my bait, my skinny dipper all the way. It was like by this dam and it sharked my bait all the way. And it had a six eyed hook on it and it bit it and it took everything off behind the hook. And it, I mean, we're we're talking like well into double digits, 12, like 12 plus. It was an absolute giant, giant.
4: Did y'all ever get into those, uh, the Golden Shiner Skinny Dipper colors? It's like there was a local gas station down there that had, I can't remember what brand it was, but they had Golden Shiner Skinny Dippers.
2: We were throwing those a lot. We were throwing a lot of the Houdini's. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I think that kind of has some gold in it. That was our, one of our colors. But uh, is that the one you're looking forward to most, Okeechobee?
4: I mean, for the ones that you know that that I'm fishing, I'm fishing home this next coming up weekend, and then down at Okeechobee. Oh, so. okay. But I mean, I, I think Hico is going to be a little tough because there's only one launch on that lake. Yeah. Uh, but I think you guys will be able to figure that out. And then Santee, I mean, Santee, there's going to be fish to be caught at Santee.
2: So. What? which one are you fishing nick are you fishing
3: i'm fishing neely you know i, I fished seminole early in the year fishing neely next week and then fishing okeechobee and santee is it, so is it, both okay. of those are fisheries that i've they've they've been on the on the list of places i've definitely wanted to go so this this worked out great as far as i like the way the schedule drops those yeah some events for me to check off the list and and I feel like they'll suit the way I like to fish. At least I'm hoping they do.
2: Yeah. I mean, Okeechobee, it can be, I hope it's a morning game. I, I don't remember which one it is. but Yeah, I can't remember. It should be, I mean, it should be fun. It's it's Okeechobee. It, it's crazy whenever you go there, you know, it's like it's just a big bowl like most Florida lakes. But it really is like, because there's no houses on it, it's all levee on the side. Hey, Pilar. He said, Hey, Chuck's wife. But the uh, but it's it, Okeechobee is like its own world. Whenever you get out there, it's like it's it is crazy. Here's baby CC. Uh oh, Chuck's got a little one year old. Hey, Uh-oh. say okay. hey. Hey, <laughs> uh, all right. But Okeechobee should be fun and Santee. I, I wish I, I'm fishing Haiko. But uh, I, I guess that kind of suits me a little bit more with a shaky head and fishing, dock fishing and shake offshore. But uh, Santee Cooper, man, I'd love to go fish there too. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm envious for you, Nick, getting to go there. There's some giant gators up there, that's for sure.
3: And probably can't be much bigger than what I'm used to here at Eufaula. So, I mean, Eufaula, that's very true. Eufaula is 30, 40 minutes from the house. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure okay. they may be distant cousins
2: you can keep that lake by the way that, I, that, that place sucks
3: <laughs> I, I like it. I, I it a lot more on day one this year than it did on day two
2: mm. so, like
3: I said day yeah. one I had me had me quite a day and day two I tried to do the same thing and did not get the results I was looking for so
2: that all right well you want to tell before we let you go you want to tell everybody um where they can find you on social media or or any sponsors anybody that makes fishing easier for you say Pilar.
4: yeah Pilar, definitely number one uh you know what when, when i'm fishing she's taking care of cc most of the time so uh yeah without her I couldn't do this for sure that's right and uh also I don't know Dan you like throwing a nico I want to show you this right here So I got my buddy, Matt Nielsen, up in Coleman to make this head for me. It's pretty much just a shaky head with a screw lock on it that you put inside the worm like that. And it stays put. I know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys. Dan, you love spinning rod. There you go. I think you can find him on Facebook or whatever.
2: Yeah, I've checked those out. I I use the uh, Z-Man shrooms.
4: Yeah, those are good, too. Yeah. Uh, You can find me, you know, Chuck Wise Fishing on Instagram, Chuck Wise on Facebook. Uh, If you want to kill ten minutes on YouTube, uh, Chuck Wise Fishing on there too. You might even see a giant spotted bass in a couple months. I I don't know. I
2: I don't know. I like your YouTube, man. I I like watching your videos.
4: I just gotta put more commentary in, which I did that at this event, at this bankhead event. So
3: I might have to post a couple videos.
2: There you go, Nick. How about you, man?
3: I I mean I got a Facebook page I'm not a video person I just don't I don't have the patience to go out and run cameras you know I I work 40 50 hours a week doing medical equipment and when I'm off work I'm fishing I'm at the age where my kids are getting to the point of being grown and gone so. so I'm not real big on social media I just I get out and fish and if I see something I want to fish with I buy it so I don't really have any sponsorship type deals if if Yingling's looking for a taste tester, hit me up. <laughs> you know, I might have some some interest in that, but other than that, I just if I see something I want, you know, I buy it and try and go catch a fish on it.
2: That's right. Well, I appreciate it, and th- thank you all for being on. Good luck the rest of the year, and good luck KFL. And I'll I'll, I'll be talking to y'all for too long. Thanks, guys.
4: All right. Thank awesome. you. Talk to you later, Dan. All right. Look.
2: All right, so we'll go over the uh, changes view here. Nope. Um, so we'll go over the tournaments from this week. First, we had uh, Ontario Bass Nation on Hay Bay, 34 anglers. Uh, Rick Boe with 89 inches, one. Ian Hodges Hodgkins with 88.5, and, and Michael Moreland with 83. Uh, TBKA had a night tournament on Chickamauga, 32 anglers. Joby Berry won it with 52 and three quarter, three fish tournament. Uh, Damon Henderson with 52 and a half, and Coith uh, Toy with 49 and a half. Nebraska Kayak Anglers, they had their Omaha Metro Classic, 32 anglers. Alex Nisley with 95 and a half. Uh, Andy Moore with 94 and three quarter, and Josh Sigert with 88 inches. Oklahoma kayak anglers on False Lake, 38 anglers. Five fish limit, but only two caught three fish. So most people only had one or none. It was a, it was obviously a brutal day out there. Luke Arian with 56 and a quarter. He won it. Jason Metzger with 54 and a half. Third place, Chris Lott with 36 inches. So you can see five fish limit, 36 inches, third place. So yeah, it was a tough day. Uh, Natural State Kayak Anglers had their Las Fajitas Roadrunner. Justin Ruhr won that with 92 inches. Jason Kinsey with 98 quarter and Dwayne Beatty, Z-Man Pro himself with 88 and three quarter. Uh, Moyak Team Series, they have their team tournament and then individual. Uh, their team was on Stockton, obviously, with their individual as well. But first place, it was 19 teams. First place, Como Crushers. Chris Robbins and Chad Davidson. They had 158 and three quarter. Second place, Burrito Banditos, <laughs> as Troy Yankee and Richie McMichael with 154. And the Dink Whispers, uh, Scott Kroger and Christopher. Is that the dude from Nickelback? Uh, and Christopher Moyer with 151 and a half. And then on the individual side, they had 80 anglers. Jared Fosno won that, 83 inches. Troy Hinky, Inky with 83, and then Chris Robbs with 79 and a half. Two more bluegrass kayak anglers. They had a river runner, 42 anglers. Kyle Edgington with 94 and three-quarter, and Nick McGuire in second with 87 and three-quarter, and Ryland Moore in third with 86 and three-quarter. Last but not least, kayak anglers a Laurel Highlands in Pennsylvania, uh, Glendale Lake, 30 anglers. Keaton Volgety with, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong there, bud, uh, 79 nine and 3 quarter Jeff Rabbit with 79 and a quarter And Nate Hall with 75 and a quarter And there is one more uh, Ontario Kayak Bass Trail On Bay of Quint Had 93 anglers Brian Nor- Morrow in first With 88 and a half uh, Tyler Warner with 86 and a half And Ryan Felix with 84 and a half And there might be might have been someone uh, Fishing Chaos I didn't look this week Because Fishing Chaos sucks um, but yeah, that's it. I uh, appreciate the guys, you know Nick and Chuck being on. I'm sure we'll have Jimmy back again next week. But uh, pre- as always, appreciate y'all watching, listening. If you have any uh, show ideas or people you want to see on the show, shoot or shoot either me or Jimmy a, a message, and and maybe we can get somebody on that you want to hear or. This idea for a show. So let us know. War comments as long as it's constructive. Don't be sending me some some bullshit. <laughs> as long as it's a constructive comment, we're happy to hear it. But uh y'all take care of where your PFDs and and we'll see. See y'all out there on war. Be safe.
1: Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn.